Welcome to the SCOM podcast. This is our security and compliance podcast created by Quarter Cloud. I'm Kelly and I work at the marketing department. And I'm Phil from the technical team. And we're going to take you through all our technology in a really interesting way. Phil Talks Technical, where I keep it lighthearted with a selection of exciting guest speakers. Let's delve in. This is our latest episode and I'm delighted to say that we have Matt here from Zero Fox alongside, uh, not regular on the Quarter Cloud uh, podcast, but Josh who sits here in our sales team um, because Josh actually came to me, we're quite excited about this technology, what it can do, it's very forefront um, and we've just been having a little bit of a chat offline on just one of the elements that this technology does. But Matt, would you like to introduce yourself, give a quick overview why and you've said that you've been there five years so we're saying this is really shiny and you but in your world it isn't so maybe you could give us a bit of history yeah um about yourself and, and, and what you're doing at zero fox absolutely so i've been i've actually been with zero fox four and a half years it'll be five years in february but uh, over that time you know i've been working in pre-sales the entire time and we've just seen just a seismic shift in in people appreciating what is outside of the perimeter and how we protect that. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started, we were going to trade shows and people were coming up to going, okay, so what do you do? And, mm-hmm. and now they're coming up to us saying, I know about you. I want to know more. Please explain to me how your technology works. Okay. So, you know, and I think that's, that's a seismic shift in four years. Yeah. And, and do you, is, have you seen that happen recently? Is it, do you think, because of like a COVID thing or is it just culturally yeah I I think there's a combination of both I think it's you know we we are naturally behind the US in terms of adoption of new technologies anyway and so I think we were always going to be a couple of years behind Mm -hmm. but absolutely COVID and everyone having to work from home and work within their own little bubbles Mm -hmm. has certainly changed the dynamic you know it's taken it to the point where we need that connection We, we we need to be able to interact with our customers we need to be able to interact with our colleagues yeah. and you know cloud adoption generally outside of just social media has been so apparent mm-hmm. it's accelerated it drastically yeah hugely up what was already going on but, yeah but yeah a, a massive rate yeah incredible okay so to just quickly briefly for anyone who's coming on and hasn't heard of what zero fox does could you explain it a little bit in a nutshell and then we can break down the dis- different elements of it and how it's really powerful yeah absolutely so so like zero fox in a nutshell is a cybersecurity platform you know it's based in the cloud and it monitors everything outside of the, the traditional perimeter mm-hmm. you know that starts with maybe social media as a delivery a, uh, a delivery mechanism yeah. as a you know weaponization point but it goes far, far further than that. We're, we're looking into the deep and dark web. We're looking into mobile app stores. Mm-hmm. We're looking at anywhere that could be a cyber risk, that could be a, um, you know, just a threat to an organization or somewhere where, where, where data could be stored and have been exfiltrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then not only are we trying to find that bad stuff, we're obviously going to alert on that bad stuff that's out there, but we have a dedicated takedown team that in most cases can get that stuff removed. Okay, that's impressive. Isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and that's the critical thing. At the end of the day, it's, you know, find the bad stuff, protect what you need to, to, to keep protected, and then take down any of that bad stuff and be able to do that in, in-house, in one platform, yeah. with, with automation and, and, you know, sort of internal functions. Yeah, and the automation piece is key for that as well because it's stuff that teams typically would have had to do manually themselves. Obviously, doing the digging to actually find that problem or that issue or that threat is hard enough in itself, but then actually being able to do anything about it 
I know there's different ways depending on what the threat is and where it is. You've got certain um, capabilities with the likes of social media that literally nobody else has. Um, but yeah, that piece that the the customer can just essentially say, if anything comes up that is this, we want it gone. Um, being yeah. able to just automate that is, is massive, I think. I think that's huge, especially when you bought it to me from working in the marketing department and you were saying, well, actually, no, that could be automated. You could remove that, what's going on on social media. You wouldn't have to individually log in and, and sort out. For me, even just from a marketing department and not coming from a cyber tech <laughs> element of you know of what we're doing, I was like, wow, that would save me a lot of time. So I know one of the areas that you do look after, and we sort of talked about today earlier, was the kind of the account takeover mm. protection element. Yeah. Um, so how does that support and help businesses? In it? Like how, how does that work from a Xerofox perspective? Absolutely. So, so when you've got Xerofox configured, you basically put all of your um, official sort of social media accounts into the platform. Right. Um, you authenticate those into the platform, which essentially is just... Like registering them with Facebook, LinkedIn, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a technical term. It's an OAuth, but it it doesn't need any usernames and passwords. We don't store any credentials. So yeah. So from a marketing person like me, it's like what we use for our scheduling. Exactly. Tools. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But we we don't post on social media. Yeah. What we then do is we're then able to monitor what is being sort of spoke about. We're looking for key terms. We're we've wrap NLP around that natural language processing mm-hmm. to look for things like profanity, changes in language. Um, you know, even emojis. And, and if, if, if it changes, then we can alert based on that change. Okay. But of course, we have API technology that actually allows us to perform remediation functions in real time. Mm-hmm. So if I think back a couple of years ago at sort of the major influencers um, sort of breach, which was yeah. the likes of Elon Musk, um, Michael Bloomberg and uh, Bill Gates, they all started tweeting out these very random tweets yeah. which had a link in them. You clicked on that link yeah. and it took you to a website that basically had a counter and it said, upload your Bitcoin to us. When this timer runs out, we'll double it and send it back. Hmm. Of course, it was complete fraud. It was just a, a fake website yeah. where obviously bad actors were just stealing their money yeah but ultimately had we been protecting those type of accounts we could have seen that and gone hang on a minute that doesn't look right and actually hidden or even deleted that tweet in real time right you know meaning it wouldn't have got anywhere you know i think we we, we, you mitigate that risk right from the like the offset yeah and that's so important isn't it for like brand reputation um for you as a person um and i think you would feel really bad wouldn't you that your account's been compromise and you've put something out there and someone that follows you or you've built i mean a lot of the um instagrammers of the world now i'm um if you're depending on when you're listening to this podcast love island is on um there are those personalities that young children um young teens really buy into fall in you know fall in love with really buy from um you know that's how the industry's been built and i do know a few of them have promoted particular competitions or win this they've gone in and it says you have to put your details in to pay for the delivery fee yeah um but even the instagrammer who's promoting the competition thinks it's legit it's not till a lot longer down the line Mm -hmm. that they realize that it's not so i think there is yeah there's the you stopping that happening and so that there's nothing fraudulent but there's also that you know for a lot of people they've built their business on social media so if they're doing something or making yeah distressing to their audience it's quite a big thing to think about isn't it really absolutely because it really falls into kind of the brand reputation and that's kind of i guess also what we were talking about earlier so not only you stop that from real time but there was there is a problem if you are well known 
And you don't necessarily have to be a celebrity on that side of things, of people creating fake accounts yep and you can support that as well absolutely yes yeah. so so we also look at impersonations as well right. you know at the end of the day it, it's 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 surprising just how many impersonations pop up and they're popping up daily mm. you know and it's it's normally at the end of the day an impersonation is there for one thing it's to lead your customer base away from the official brands and the official pages yeah normally that's to take them to a, a phishing website or a you know, malicious mobile application, somewhere that is not legitimate and that is dangerous. Yeah. And so the whole idea with Zero Fox is we're trying to sort sort of have that, you know, disruption as a service for want of a term. You know, mm. make sure that we're taking down that whole ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And we can do that by starting by removing the impersonating account. If we remove that impersonating account, well then they can't actually then post that link onto the official page to then navigate people away. But of course, in that same token, we can then look to that impersonating page or the, the, you know, the phishing page that's out there and also get that removed as well. Okay. So we can actually look and remove those, you know, um, websites that are maybe typo squatting using homoglyphs, which, you know, are kind of changes like instead of having zero fox with O's, yep. it's now got zeros. Yeah. You know, so it, it looks the same, but it's just not quite the same. But to the untrained eye, you might go there and think that it's the official page. But yeah. it's also, um, I don't know, someone recently was telling me that they thought they ordered a load of Gymshark clothes. Um, because it was the first one that came up mm. on Google, they put all their money in, bought it, and actually, when the kit arrived, it wasn't officially Gymshark, mm. and it was just it was because counterfeit, yeah. yeah, it was counterfeit. Yeah. But because their ads and what they'd paid was higher, sure. and we're quick, right? We're all quite lazy. We put in what we want. The first one comes up, you automatically mm. assume that the first one on Google is the official mm, one. Why wouldn't you think mm. that? Um, you put your money in; it's around about kind of what you'd normally pay. We all think, don't we? Get and we do, we all move very quickly. We all move very quickly. We want things very fast. Absolutely. And we are all very trusting. Mm. Very trusting. And especially if you trust someone or you trust a brand, you would expect where you're being sent to is correct. I think, I think that's also another key element here with the whole sort of social me- like media delivery mechanism mm. is you believe what you see. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone posts something on social media, everyone believes it. It's like with fake news nowadays. Yeah. You know, we've got technology within our so- sort of delivery stack that actually can look for deep fakes. So at the okay. end of the day, you know, if you're seeing somebody and you actually see that person saying that they are doing something, you can't, you are going to believe it yeah. if it's them. Yeah. But, we can now detect using artificial intelligence whether or not it is them or not based on differences to the the mouth and areas around the face. And so, yeah, you know, it it just goes to show that we are so trusting on social media. Yeah, people believe everything they see, don't they? Yeah. And videos that kind of last one where you you wouldn't necessarily question it. If it's a video you're scrolling through, you see it, you're going to go, okay. Yeah. Well, did you see that where they, um, was it someone that they made him look like Tom Cruise? Mm -hmm. They completely changed his face and Mm -hmm. for all purposes, you would have thought that was Tom Cruise. Like, he looked like Tom Cruise. It's, (laughs) on the one hand, quite cool and interesting, but on the other, quite dangerous. It's, yeah. Really scary. Yeah. You know, if you think if it was a, you know, a world leader or someone saying something quite (gasps) provocative, that gets quite really malicious in that sense. Yeah. Gosh, I haven't even thought... I thought it, like, low-scale, but, Just yeah, when you actually think about... Where you were at the time that you didn't say that, um, that it wasn't you. 
I mean, it could yeah, maybe, maybe. in the wrong hands. Sad, it could go asleep or something yeah. like. In social media words, you could have gone to sleep for a good ten hours, and we've mm. been hours. Yeah. that's a lot of damage. Yeah, to, like um, wake up and you're cancelled. Just not, <laughs> yeah. just not you. And so, also, can you support on the fact of someone if um, takes down your account? So, for example, if someone hacked into your account and like you got locked out of it, which yeah. I know happens a lot, no, absolutely. Is there a support for that as well? So, so via the APIs that that we already have, we can look for things like if your if your role changes. So, okay. if, if you're if you're dropped from an administrator of a page, or if your oh, yeah. um, you know if your permissions change, um, you know we we can detect that and alert on that immediately. Okay. You know if the image changes because sometimes you know the profile picture it might they they might change it if they've if they've kind of hacked into the account okay. and make it something different on purpose just because they can. Yeah. You know we'll detect those changes and alert you to them. So it's all right, both. That's yeah. very secure and lots of. And, and, and does that tie in? So I know what we said about the takedown as a service. Have we covered mm. that more or is there more elements so to So ultimately, it? yeah, everything with, that we do that, that we take down yeah. um, is all controlled via APIs in most cases. Okay. Uh, the way that we do that is, you know, it's almost automatic yeah. in as much as, you know, we have API integration to the social networks. Mm-hmm. Um, if either via complete automation in as much as I know... These are all of my social accounts, and they're all in Zero Fox. If another one turns up, then I just want you to get rid of it, Zero yeah. Fox. Mm. Then we can do that. It gets issued to the social networks. It goes past our takedown as a service team. Yeah. Mainly just to sort of sanity check that it will get taken down, yeah. that it is an impersonating account. Yeah. And then we will work through getting that taken down with the social networks. Okay. Cool. And you're one of the own. There's two vendors that have direct APIs into the Correct. of Facebook, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You're one of the two and the other one, uh, am I right in thinking they're not necessarily a cyber play? They're, they're not anymore. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite unique in the fact that you've got that capability. Mm-hmm. Well, it is unique in the fact that you've got that capability and capacity to be able to do that. And on top of that, we're also one of the only two vendors that have an app for Facebook. So, you yeah. know, if, if you want to be removed from sort of zero Fox security, you can delete the app within your Facebook profile. Mm, okay and from a customer perspective Mm -hmm. i mean from a marketing perspective i find this very exciting Mm -hmm. um but from a management point of view who does it fall on is it sitting in the marketing team more with an it person or is it sitting with the cybersecurity team i think more and more now it's it's definitely with cybersecurity it's with that SOC team yeah because you know, and not take away from no, no, the no, marketing no, no, aspect. No, no, no. You know, the social media element is is a is a kind of it's the delivery mechanism. It's that weaponization point. And you were saying that's just the tip, isn't you know, it? It's is really that's just the bit that we can see and we can tangibly Absolutely. understand. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, marketing teams are there to do that. They're there to to you know push the brand, the PR, mm-hmm. to get everything out there. And if malware came across your desk, if phishing came across your desk would you be able to handle that would you be able to know what to do with it and in some cases maybe not i'm not, uh, not saying you no, directly no but... no no i i know that i send it phishing at email and it gets sent across but you know it's not it's not that. your main job and at the no. end of the day if you're looking at sort of cyber security and a lot of the other use cases that Xerofox can cover, like you know the deep and dark web and, mm-hmm. and even phishing, as we've said, you know the first sort of point of call will always be the, the you know SOC team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's something, and it sits, and it manages from a dashboard. Yes, absolutely. So it's web-based. 
okay how much would your customer need to spend on it be on it is it like a full-time is it no we have a full managed service with zero fox as well so we you know everybody gets a level of what we call on watch okay which basically means we can triage we can work into any workflows that a customer already has Mm -hmm. um you know and then from that point forward it really comes down to how much time the customer or where the customer wants to delineate control you know if they want to go in and maybe look at escalated alerts, then they go in and look at just the escalated alerts. Mm-hmm. They might agree with us that through the on-watch setup, um, you know, as we said, any, um, you know, sort of impersonations, any phishing domains, now we've got everything that belongs to us within ZeroFox, anything else that comes along, you have our permission to take it down, in which right. case it can be very hands-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you depending know? on what size team you've got, because yeah. I know... Um, we ran an event here yesterday. We had quite a few people in everyone's teams, which I learned quite quickly, are very different. Mm-hmm. Of what yeah, size they've got. What, Absolutely. And I'm finding that the cybersecurity is generally like maybe one person that's looking <laughs> after that. So it's quite good that you've got that kind of levels yeah. of tiering depending on what, what your team... Um, what your team size is so that you can um, do that properly. Um, another thing that we haven't discussed and I think is the counterfeit element... Mm-hmm. Of a bit now, I think this also leans um, definitely with sport, potentially more. You could probably give me sure. some more examples mm-hmm. of um, yeah, where you could purchase counterfeit tickets um, or counterfeit kit. I guess yeah, in the sporting absolutely. world. Um, so that is an element of some ways that you can support that. So mm-hmm. how is it that Zero Fox? Yeah, so that? so Zero Fox can can sort of you know monitor all of those like social marketplaces or um, surface web marketplaces. Yeah. So you've got Facebook. Um, I forget what it's called now, but the the marketplace on Facebook. I think it's yeah. Facebook marketplace. It is Facebook it, marketplace. Though, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you've got Amazon, you've got eBay, you've got Etsy, you've got Alibaba, you've got all of those. Yeah. And we can monitor those, looking for, as you say, counterfeit shirts. Oh. Um, you know tickets all that sort of stuff that's going along there there is a takedown process that we can follow it's not maybe quite as joined up as it is with social media uh, but we can get stuff taken down on some of those networks and of course we also monitor um you know sort of dark web marketplaces as well Uh which then goes a layer further when you know outside of counterfeit goods we're now looking at credit cards usernames and passwords that are being sold as well now we don't have the element to take that stuff down because it's in the dark web. It's kind of, you know, it's illegal yeah. anyway in the scheme of things. Mm. Yeah. But what we can do is we at least we can notify, you know, the, the issuer or the, the owner of those accounts that, hey, they have already been put out here. So you want to cancel those cards. You want to make sure that you sort of change your usernames and passwords. Wow. Yeah, and I guess that's where the use cases really start to expand out because you've got one there. If we take counterfeit goods, for example, the manufacturer of that counterfeit goods want to ensure that, sorry, of the of the the brand that's mm-hmm. being ripped off. Yeah, they want to ensure that it's only their clothes out there in the market, mm-hmm. let's say, and they're not having the their product devalued by a load of fakes being out there. So you've got that element, which ultimately then leads to them wanting to protect revenues. Yep as well as their brand, you've then got the fact that they don't necessarily want their followers of that brand to be ripped off. So you're, no. you're of protecting your, your users and your, mm-hmm. your following, if you like. Um, and I guess that, that kind of user piece of your, your community as a brand, we had a customer um, come on board with Zero Fox as a result of this. Mm-hmm. So they, I guess it's good to talk about. They were um, a financial services yep. body. Um, they manufacture um, an app that helps you deal with crypto. Their CEO was being fraud- having fraudulent accounts created of him 
which were then targeting the users of this said app, saying, congratulations, you've won a prize, click here, follow the link, you'll get X amount of crypto. Um, That link then takes them to a domain that looks exactly like the website of the, Mm -hmm. um, the legitimate entity. Stick your details in. Now that person's got your details for your account. They can go there and try and take it from there. Exactly. So the the use cases for it are quite vast. In that, yes, you're protecting your own brand, your company, your internal cybersecurity, your network, your IP, but you're also protecting your community. Absolutely. It's your reputation. It takes such a long time Mm -hmm. to build a company. And and also, you know, those those poor people that that have been defrauded. I mean, if it's cryptocurrency, it could be. A Loads. lot of money, yeah. you know, it could yeah. be a lot of money that, that they've just lost. That you can't get back. You know? And, and it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's the use cases with Xerofox, the way that Xerofox is actually built, we have a rules engine that's based on a, a JavaScript language. Uh, but what it does, it allows us to basically effectively write any use cases for any customer. You know, so if they have a, a specific use case that maybe we don't have out of the box, mm-hmm. well, we can write a script to you know to oh, okay. fix that problem. In most cases, I'm not going to say we're 100. percent We can always do it, yeah. but I've I've never seen it not be possible. Wow. You know, so um, yeah, it's cool. definitely. So between the two of you, are you seeing particular industries that are buying into this more or quicker, or a trend that it's really happening to them more than others? I think financial services is probably your strongest, isn't it? Financial services is a beast. And I think that's mainly because of, you know, I mean, one um, major bank was getting something like 2,000 impersonations a month. Wow. You know, on like C-level employees. And and that's, that's extensive. And you think that's about huge. trying to take that down manually, find that stuff manually, you know. And then when, when you look to... You know, compromised credit cards and the you know, accounts that, that Josh was just talking about. There, it, it's 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 just one of the biggest ones. I think when you start looking across all of our use cases, manufacturing, pharma's a big one as well. If you think about you know counterfeit drugs. You think about drugs being sold. Oh, don't that's horrific. <laughs> I know, but it happens, right? You think about it. You think on the dark web, there there might be you you might not be able to get a certain medication in your country, but if you go on the dark web, you can get it. But do you know it's actually yeah. the you know the approved drug that, that 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 you're actually getting at the end of the day? Yeah. Is it a placebo or is it something that's actually dangerous? Is it something really dangerous? Yeah, yeah. you know. And so it's the use cases are just you know Endless. expanding all the time. Because, but I mean, the core of this, humans are trusting by nature, which is I think it's nice that we are like yeah. that. Um, but I also think. Mm, I don't know about. I guess I went. I had Facebook when I was seventeen, maybe sixteen, seventeen, when I actually logged onto it. Mm. But I don't think at that age you even have any idea of what you're putting out there. You don't. I, I, th- I think you. Again, we all overshare. You know. Yeah. If you, especially if you think back to five or six, ten years ago. You know, everyone w- was sharing everything from what you were eating that morning to where you were to what you were doing. You know, and, and so we do become trusting that you are seeing that as the real person. Yeah. You know, but then do you know that's the real person? Because at the end of the day, we go back to the impersonation element. You know, if I if I have an impersonating account that, that's trying to be me or trying to, you know, attack my organization, mm. they're going to post links that they know I'm going to want to click on. Mm. You know, 
let me talk about football again for the time being. If they start putting in links that were for my football club that are buying amazing players, I'm going to click on those links. Mm. But are they taking me to the real locations or are they taking me yeah. somewhere that it's going to maybe even just download some malware to my device? You know, think about that for a second. You know, I, mm. I could actually be infecting my computer outside of my perimeter. Yeah. I then walk back in through my, you know, however expensive my perimeter is. I drop my machine on the network and then it's then going to start infecting all the local devices. Yeah. It may even set up command and control back to the bad actor. And then they've got direct access into your network. And then there's two or three things they're going to do from there. They're going to either... First things first, they're going, they're, they're going to try and get priv- like privilege escalation. Uh, yeah. So they're going to try and get an administrator account. Yeah, which we were then, talking about yesterday, weren't we? A lot of that. Right. Yeah. And then from there, they're either going to you know, um, try and lock a load of data away so that you've then got to pay a ransom to, to get it yeah. back using ransomware, or they're going to exfiltrate that data and then sell it to the highest bidder wherever they can. You know, in our demo that we use for Zero Fox, you've probably seen it. It's Stark Industries, so it's very like built around the Iron Man universe. Very cool, right? But at the end of the day, let's just hypothetically, if someone did that and then exfiltrated the blueprints to the Iron Man suit, and then goes and sells them to the Russians, I know it's a, I'm taking yeah, it no, a bit no, far, no, 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 but, but you know, it, it's that sort of level of yeah. um, of logic that everyone, if you have devices. Connected to the internet, you are a target mm. in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we, we were all talking about this yesterday. I think it, you can't, it's gone in the day where you can just, uh, you are going to get attacked, aren't you? Yeah. So yes. if you just think about that, like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to happen. So how can you protect? And we were also saying there are so many layers to cybersecurity yeah. now. You think you've put that in and you can't go. Oh, yeah. it's cool. I put that in. Let's walk away. Because yeah. there's a there's a they're constantly trying a new way of getting in, mm-hmm. and uh, well, you know I feel like once we've been talking to more and more people, it's like you get you get to a certain level, and you can't go. Oh, I've got there because they're always one step ahead of it's you. Not, so you yeah. need to be like getting the next level in front. It's like the next. It's not thing. a destination. It's a continuous. Yes. You're not there. You can't tick the box and go. Yeah, bang. We're secure. It's, it's a journey. It's, a constant, it's evolving yeah. all, the all the time. You know, yeah. it, more, more people are waking up to that. You do still get the odd person that says, "I'm protected." Actually, I've got three firewalls. Um, but, <laughs> they're but, all yeah, around me. People are starting to wake up to this and obviously view it as a as a wider issue, um, mm-hmm. which is which is good. But there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything? particularly that's come out this year maybe that mm. you've seen and gone well that's different or that's evolved or that's clever what within the market or within our technology just I guess. In, like, yeah, yeah. In te- what you guys are seeing because obviously you're seeing this Absolutely. day to day I mean, we're seeing like again i don't want to keep sort of going over it but the dark web is where it's just going it's just there's i mean obviously it's been there you know the, the dark web has been there for ages we yeah. just you know, more and more threat intelligence is, is out there and any intelligence is, is good intelligence in mm. some respects. But I think what we're seeing or what I've definitely seen in the past sort, sort of six months at least is there's just so much that we don't see day to day. You know, um, the, the amount of botnet activity, the amount of people that are just, you know, harvesting credentials and using those credentials maliciously mm. that are being sold on the dark web, you know, I was talking about this to you earlier on. We have, um, you know, acquired a couple of companies. Yeah. We have a very good now uh, dark web analyst. We have 200 analysts 
that basically are you know focused in the dark web they have access into the dark and deep reaches of the dark web and they're able to pull stuff back like you know they're able to find where um cookie sessions are being sold now a cookie session you know if you're logging into your banking app day in day yeah. out and you're logging into another website maybe you're logging into outlook webmail for your organization if they take that whole session they can now get into your banking app they can now get into your webmail and they can now get into anything else that that, that you've logged into and they're selling it on the dark web for potentially 10 or 15 dollars in some cases a lot more but in it's most not cases, a lot, is it? For, for your it's not a lot. But if they're doing tens of thousands of these a day, oh yeah, no, it's a lot. You know, it's, you just realise the value of all your data right. is like ten dollars. Yeah. like, oh, is that all I'm worth? Cheers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because you think they're gonna not only sell that, but then the person that buys that is then gonna rip you off for more. Yeah. Right. So it's 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 a good business to be in, I guess. You know, if you're if you're you're that way, that way inclined, inclined you yeah. know if you're not it's an ethical argument isn't it at the end of the day and that's why we sit here to make sure that you know as many of our customers as we can are protected from any kind of cyber abuse yeah you know? yeah yeah and there's like we said there's so many use cases for it it's almost um it's tricky to cover everything because there's so it can go from the the corporate entity that you're having to protect to protect them but then actually all the way down to the individual user on the street that like we said earlier might click on well i think it, i think like you said if you're connected to the internet your target everyone's a target yeah we're all susceptible to it so is that is yeah and also you know it's starting from the big brands that and everyone doing their best and their mm-hmm. utmost to do that and put it forward to protect the people on this like the day-to-day users isn't it yeah and i mean it just it yes if we talk about use cases for a moment i mean you know we were talking yesterday you know data breaches are a big thing as well and not even that you know everyone thinks of a data breach and thinks oh yeah someone's gone in hacked into somewhere and taken data and taken it somewhere else that's not always the case in some cases there can be because of misconfigurations on web servers or whatever there can be confidential files sitting out there on your web server that you can just get access to that aren't protected. You know, I had a a very good conversation with the company once before where, you know, we were able to actually find screenshots, I mean, thousands of screenshots of bank transfers. And these screenshots had the account name, the account number, the sort code, the amount of money that was being transferred to and from. And there was thousands of them out there in an unsecure location. Like on an open S3 data bucket, which is just like anyone could have got access to that and then been able to get into those accounts. And they just didn't know it was there. And they just didn't know it was, or they did, they probably knew it was there, but they didn't know it was that easy to get to. Right. You know, because there was no security in place. Yeah. So, you know, there's just so many, we've just like recently updated our location protection as well. Um, You know, for more of a a physical security element as well, because it's all well and good knowing you know if your if your executives are traveling around the country or the world or if you have a, a building that you want to make sure is maybe you've got i don't know it's, it's a target for for whatever reason it's an oil refinery or it's i don't know it's pharmaceutical a pharmaceutical oil. Yeah, that's you know a good one. you can put a, a geofence around it and then make sure that you're you're monitoring traffic around that location so that wow. you know ultimately you can sort of you know monitor 
like messages on Twitter or whatever, because there's a big difference. And this is where our NLP comes back in. There's a big difference between, you know, there is a bomb or they are the bomb. You know, it's colloquial, but that's the sort of thing that we have to pick up on these days. Gosh. You know, and if someone's tweeting that or texting that from outside their office... You're going to know that they're very close. That's more of a threat than if they're tweeting it from 2,000 miles away. And we are now putting in extra resources like news articles, weather articles, to make sure that you're not putting people at risk. And that's where the AI does all the number crunching kind of in the Absolutely. background of that to say, right, where, where was that said triage, that location? completely opened my eyes up to a completely even bigger thing that I hadn't even thought about, <laughs> that side of stuff. Yeah. See, we could carry on talking about use cases all day. Oh. You know, the use cases are infinite. It's clever stuff. It's conversations, and I know we've talked before the podcast started about sports clubs, but when you look at the executive protection that you've got, which can be for sea levels in sports clubs, it can be for players, but yeah. when you have certain entities or people that are high up within those clubs, businesses, whatever it might be, being physically threatened yeah. or yeah. having their houses... Um, attacked mm. um, people turning up there you can kind of protect against that by drawing that geofence around that house and yep. saying if anyone if we see mentions of that postcode within these channels yeah absolutely um, we then analyze the language that's going on around mm. that and actually then start to triage how much of a threat is this and do we need to notify that person so also when certain people oh, i know in the public eye they people did rallies and stuff mm -hmm. didn't in front of their homes some political people didn't they um so you could have picked up on noise if they were chattering about it through Facebook or something. To I assume degree. that's how they've... Yeah, they've I mean, I mean, there there is a um, a line that <laughs> we're, we're not able to cross with the social networks. Okay. Um, there is a terms of service. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Everyone signs up to the terms of service yeah. and we all have to abide by it by the yeah. terms of service, which means we can't surveil people. No, 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 you know, I We get can't that. put under, one, under surveillance. But yeah, absolutely. If we can, you know, I'll give you a, a prime you example. You can see patterns, Yeah, I absolutely. Guess. I can give you a prime example and I think I, I talk about this all the time. We were doing some protection. We we, we did a an event protection for a you know a very well known Premiership football club mm -hmm. in a very well known European competition, mm -hmm. um, and um, we started picking up chatter about stabbings, stabs, you know, bleeding, and we're like, okay, what's going on? We reported it to the operations centre. They were able to send people down there to find somebody in the corner of the stadium that had been stabbed, right? And then from that point, they were no. able to they were able to save his life. And then they were able to even rerun the video footage and find the person that actually stabbed him and get him prosecuted. So, you know, just from that little bit of intelligence, and I know we've, we've kind of almost stepped away from cyber, but this is all part of that sort yeah. of, you know, security element and keeping it and using information, using isn't it? cyber as a, you know, using that data to our advantage as well. Yeah. So just for me to understand then, someone obviously had been stabbed. Yeah. And people were, what, tweeting about it? Well, yeah. What else? How many, oh how many times? Been stabbed. How, oh my God. Yeah. how many times do you go on Facebook and you see a video and you're like, but no "Why one, are you videoing someone, that?" Had someone ran yeah. the ambulance? I, 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 I don't think at that point anyone had done anything. I think so it the was, first first reaction was, <laughs> "Go and tweet that." Yeah, like that's how, how many times do you watch a video on Facebook or somewhere and you yeah. think, "Why are you, why are you filming that and not helping that poor person?" The amount of times yeah. you see that, I and again, it's that that. I, yeah. I just don't yeah. think I'd even get my phone out. I think I'd be so... No, you'd be taken about. Yeah. You'd be in, yeah. just been stabbed right. in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. But, obviously, it does happen. I mean, so that's my naivety of thinking, no one's going to do that, but they must have done Just look recently about all the trouble we had at Wembley at the, um, at the final. Yeah. You know, and how much video footage was there? 
loads. Right? And, and instead Rather of... Rather than actually stopping the people coming through the barricades. You know, they were just so they were filming it to upload it because I'm going to get loads of likes. And again, that's another thing that we have to deal with. You know, people want that affirmation. Yeah. I might get 200 quid from Lad Bible if I send it in, or I could actually try and protect people. And yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say that, that we protect against that, but that's just human nature. That's just oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. whole sort of because oh, we, we like we said we overshare. Yeah, we were like we if we feel like I mean I know especially from having children, I was bad at it at the beginning. Like oh god, I needed to put up every outfit that they had Absolutely. on and every moment because you know yeah. I need this. When sometimes you don't live in the moment, do you? No, you're so busy trying to make sure everyone's aware that you're in the moment that you're not in the moment it's very psychological there's a very good um youtube video um i can't remember who it's by now but uh basically it's a 20 second thing where this is this girl they're saying you know what day is it it's my birthday and then you just follow through this whole video for 10 seconds and it basically that the hacker's able to work out that right she's 25 today so that's her birthday so we'll rewind that 25 years we now have her birthday they then keep following her they find where she lives right we've now got her address a couple more like photos further forward she's getting her nails done she's got a credit card on the side boom we've now got her credit card number i can now apply for a credit card i've got all her details fraud so easy because it's just shared oh god i'm not gonna put my son's birthday and all the things as well you see him people still do them on facebook i know they were kind of more popular back in the day but um it would be kind of filling these details and then oh, share and it'd don't. be what's your favorite food yeah. what's your dog's name where were you born let's and just all this give away all, like, all our security answers all of the things yeah the security I mean, answers yeah, your prompts for yeah my password. right absolutely you, you in because you're not thinking about well you don't because you play someone. the little fun polls yeah they're could, fun yeah. Could that be right. <laughs> you won't do them ever again <laughs> i want to tell everyone i love steak or roast dinner you don't think that yeah actually. but it's, yeah you're trying to interact aren't yeah, you you're trying exactly. to get uh, you don't realize i mean i remember very i mean this is when i really really early started on a call to cloud and i was you know no idea of what i was getting myself into from a cyber security point. and um one of my family members moved into a new house mm-hmm and did that standard picture outside front door and you could see the cul-de-sac name with the number. Yep. Then I think a few then a few days later they got loads of deliveries for like the new electrical goods for the house and I remember my family member her own name are uh, going, "Oh look, new TV's arrived, can't remember much." Mm-hmm. Then I think it was like 3 weeks later she got a new car delivered and then she put, "Oh my god, I'm going on holiday, can't wait." Da da da. Like put the date up packing the suitcase and then she was on instagram in the airport and i texted her saying you have basically told the world that i have a brand new house a brand yep. new car i'm not in my house you put the cozy sack the number yep and you've logged in that you're now in gatwick i was like you may as well have put the keys in the front door like yeah. but that but that's the that is actually a really good point because that takes you right back to the beginning of the conversation with impersonations mm. if i impersonate a c-level executive and i connect up to whomever yeah i can then do as much social engineering as i like i can watch everything that you're sharing everything that uh. you're doing to build a profile i'm building that profile to the point where i now know you're going to click on that link or you're going to do you know, it doesn't have to be like the traditional social engineering where, you know, you, you end up phoning up the organization and pretending to, to be, be who they are yeah, yeah. or you have to, you know, and we still do it today. I guarantee you people get tailgated into buildings because we open doors for people. Mm-hmm. We hold the door open because it's, it's human nature, trust. right? Where, you know, and people just walk straight into organizations. Um, and so, you know, using that persona, you can build up so much um, intelligence mm. and it goes a step further. I mean, even like some of our other data sources that we haven't spoken about today the likes of the um 
the sort of the code sharing sites like Bitbucket and GitHub, you know, data gets uploaded to those because a developer's got a problem. They're trying to fix a problem with a piece of code. Yeah, so they post it up there. Please help me. Here's yeah. the problem. But because they're a developer, they see it in development is code. They don't see that all of a sudden there's usernames, there's passwords, there's email addresses, oh, there's footprinting information, you know, there's operating systems, there's versions, there's API keys, and it's all there. So all I have to fun. do is just watch and listen. If I find my mark, I can do I can do great damage without even going near the building. I can be outside really, the world. Yeah, being really innocent. Yeah. Oh, goodness. There's so many <laughs> angles. Absolutely. I think, obviously... Of all our technologies, and while still fantastic, I think this is one that covers so, so many much. different aspects and elements. That and yeah, and I'm always keep tra- kind of coming out of the woodwork going, yeah, didn't think of that. Yeah. I know I always use the phrase, what's the, the next sexy thing that we're selling? But I think this is definitely, when you look at cyber security, it's quite a sexy one. Quite all-encompassing. Yes, mm. definitely.